0: Check, 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 check. We're back, baby. We're
1: back. <laughs> oh, man. I would have
0: been a bit worried if we didn't come back for a yeah. second episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, no. The amount of feedback we received was more than enough to at least get us through one more episode. Yeah, while well, your mum's still typing up her email. To yeah, <laughs> yeah. How is that? She's like, yeah, she called me and she's like, I just listened to it. I think she was actually the first person to listen. And um, she's like, oh, I just listened. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Do you want some feedback? I was like, Yeah, sure. And she's like, Do you want it now? Do you want it written up? I was like, I'll take it written
2: up, please.
1: (laughs) So yeah, she's got a um probably an essay inbound, so that'd be good. That's alright.
0: You can read it. Give me a rundown of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it'll be all the nice stuff that you've done. And she's like, And you can change this, change this. (laughs) She was actually worried about coming on because I was like, Oh, just like it'd be good practice for us to have someone on and chat to and that sort of thing. Mm. She's like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be that interesting. I was like, we are. Did you end up doing it with her? Nah, nah. Because nah. nah. that was yeah, that was the plan for a um a Mother's Day. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mum, I got busy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nah. What did what did you do for Mother's Day? Did you go see Jackie? No, or she works up in Brisbane. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So, oh yeah, um, hospital. Hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, spent it by myself. <laughs> 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 I'll see. Her, I'll see you midweek. Surely, her you, get, surely you get a call i did give her a call yeah no, no, that's good <laughs> enough yeah um but no, i didn't get to see her yeah. what about you what did you get up to
1: uh we went over saw the little nephew little sunny boy so yeah we popped over there saw mum as well um she's been studying nursing for a while now so she's been out at toowoomba and that and mm. yeah it's always good to have a bit of a catch-up and that sort of thing but small portion of the sunday most of the the weekend was um spent doing stuff for myself actually. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so good son I am. But um no, nah, Saturday night was sick. We um we actually snagged a few tickets to the Eternal MMA at Sharks. Mm. And that was that was awesome. It was like honestly, it was one of the best live events of like sporting events I've been to, hey. And it was yeah. like all the way from the undercards up to um Josh Coon was the um was the top fighter of the night and I think most of his fights so or well, all of his fights so far have been like finished within the first minute of the really? first round. Yeah. Like his his um nickname or his his um kamikaze. So he's like <laughs> he pretty much says that he's gonna go in and just throw him bombs. Yeah, create and honestly, like for three rounds it was just yeah, mayhem. And it was so fun. And like he got clipped I think twice through it, but like got straight back up, hey, and yeah, it was it was so exciting to see and like obviously
0: Free piss and that
1: sort of thing as well
0: helps, yeah. but yeah, it was good fun. So, were they because I saw a video of a guy on the top of the cage? Were they calling people out? Yeah, like in the there was, real there, real scene? yeah,
1: there was one. So, um, that fellow I was telling you about before, Jamie, Jamie, the Wu Tang orangutan, <laughs> spawn, yeah. I love that. He, um, he. Got up on the on the cage. I don't think he was calling anyone out. I think he was just getting up there, getting amongst it sort oh, of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. But then someone else jumped up, and they were calling someone out far off in the <laughs> crowd sort of And I, I couldn't see who they're calling out. I'm assuming it, it, it's another fighter or something in that division. But yeah, it, it it was honestly so well run. It was like uh, it was like a mini UFC sort of thing. And mm. um, I, I actually found out. So you know, uh, Casey O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. So she is now fighting in the UFC, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. but her dad runs Eternal. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, because I someone told me and like put two and two together with the surnames and all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's good to see a couple of um strong jujitsu competitors yeah. coming through and that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was Saturday night. did not didn't pull up too bad actually. We sort of got home at a reasonable time. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah,
0: um, a few videos are pretty funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, coming home. But it, it, was, <laughs> it was funny because it was kind of like a mixed crowd. Like you had some people um, rocking the tucks and all that sort of really? stuff. And then there's plenty of tap out shirts as well <laughs> getting around. And yeah, it's it's it was pretty respectful sort of event considering like the amount of people that would obviously be having a couple of beers and then start thinking the Floyd Mayweather or something. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, it was, it was plenty of fun. So,
0: yeah. Very
1: good. Who was the Bruce Buffer? Who? Oh, Bruce. Oh, I don't even know. He, he was no Brucey, that's for sure. (laughs) Brucey, Brucey almost pops a bloody blood vessel every time he's yelling. So crazy. But he, you know, he's got a brother that does the boxing, Michael. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael's like a bit less intense, but he's crisp. He's like, yeah, like smooth. But yeah, Brucey, I love just the intensity. I think when he did, um, what was it? It was. McGregor and I think it was McGregor and Poirier or something like I thought that guy was going to have a heart attack <laughs> It was, it, but no. it gets you so excited and like yeah. yeah it's part of it that just makes the um the event so good I think and yeah they're, they're obviously doing stuff right to be gaining the amount of support and following that they do so yeah
0: it'll be interesting to see who replaces him when he's done yeah yeah have, yeah, you would have yeah. a who, lot to live up to. Like, yeah,
1: hundred percent. Who? Yeah, there's not really anyone in the.
0: It probably, it probably is <laughs> somebody who's actually really good, just can't yeah. get a gig because because he's so he's good, so at, his good at his job. <laughs> at his
1: job. <laughs> Apparently, like I, I heard that um,
0: I heard that he's quite a quite a hot topic amongst the ring girls. Have you heard yeah, that? Yeah, was on the Nelk Nelk podcast. Was it? I think, and they're talking about. Oh, I can't remember. Who they're talking to. But i was saying that, that he likes Brucey gets, yeah. <laughs> gets the job done.
1: <laughs> oh, that's classic. Yeah. Yeah. The fights in the UFC actually this weekend were phenomenal as well. Like you had um, Tony Ferguson just getting booted into front kick of Doom. Yeah. Just sent to Spooksville from there. Yeah. Did you have, um, I think. Um, What's his name? Oliveira. Oliveira by mm-hmm. Sub. I think Retzi actually called it like before the fight. Really? He, he messaged me afterwards. He's like, told you. I was like, yeah, mate, you should be next to Rogan Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That was actually,
0: he's he's good. Like, I yeah. can't see anyone beating him any times. And he, so.
1: his record's like 36 and four or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's had a lot of fights. And then mm. you look at his last 11 wins. It's like top tier guys as well. And then... Poor Gaethje, just like... He, the belt got vacated and now he doesn't... He probably won't get another shot at it, but...
0: Doubt it. Mm, yeah. Um, but they reckon poor. Oh, they reckon, sorry. Poirier yeah, tweeted saying that he... Wants another crack? Yeah, get another crack. It's like, yeah. He, your last fight, you just lost him. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. But know. then who else goes up
1: to... I wonder I wonder how much of it actually gets decided upon, like... What's going to make the, be- uh, the most money... Versus what's going to be the most entertaining. Or, like, I'm maybe they're, they're both the same thing anyway. Because then, like, you got McGregor calling him out. But, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know whether he's not... <laughs> I wouldn't say washed up. That's a bit harsh. Yeah. But he's got so much money. Like, it, it'd be hard yeah. to just
0: have that fire to compete to, to be the best still. So Yeah. It, I reckon he's probably lost a little bit of heart to it. Mm. But back in the day, he was not earning as much. So he's probably... You know, like keen to actually do well, and now it's kind of just sell a fight. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I'm no expert. Because so just... how
1: much money did he make for the um the <coughs> Floyd fight? Uh, didn't he make like a hundred mil out of it? I know it definitely wasn't as much as Mayweather, but, but Mayweather <laughs> made like three hundred, I think. Because he he uh promotes his own events and stuff as well. I'm pretty sure. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That he, he's the next level though for like actual because he's fifty. 52 or something like that. And he's
0: still very, very good at what he does. Like imagine making that kind of money, just like what? 10 rounds, 12 rounds. Yeah. Then you take home 300 mil. (laughs) You gotta love what you're doing to keep going back and doing
1: it. Like if if you you are clearly not doing it for the money sort of thing, but Mm. yeah. What
0: else? You went to the surfing, Hey, yeah. I went to surfing on Sunday. That was my mother's day. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I went and watched a bit of the women's heats. Yeah. I missed out on Kelly Slater by about two heats. Yeah, really? yeah, that was probably half the reason I actually went down because I saw it come up on TV and I was like, well, go head down. Yeah, and um, watch Sally Fitzgibbons. It's crazy, like how many like young kids love her. Love Sally. Yeah. Why like, is that she... crazy? <laughs> but like, just you watch everyone else come out of the water, and it's just they just walk back to the beach by themselves. But she was just surrounded by like so many people really yeah well, she and everyone had like a Fitzgibbon like on, and really yeah yeah
1: right she's she's um advocating for a lot of stuff her and Steph Gilmore now I think they're on yeah. a like a like a health or fitness thing I, I can't remember what it exactly was but I saw it on telly the other day and they were so maybe it's that maybe, yeah yeah maybe something else but um yeah well there's kind of our welfare check yeah that's what we're looking to do anyway um each week whether we have just the two of us or any of our mates on and that sort of thing we're just looking to uh check in see how they're going and um yeah see what they've been up to easy get into it all (laughs) (laughs) right
0: we want to do some recommendations uh it can be of anything really book movie restaurant food whatever you want (laughs) yeah (laughs) whatever you actually want to recommend yeah um but i thought i'd start this one off with a podcast from nick bear as last week i love nick bear (laughs) (laughs) um but i yeah showed blake it today uh and it was his as probably a few episodes ago with Mike Thompson. So Mike Thompson is a four-time cancer survivor. Um, he's had seventy-five surgeries. Um, this was all when he was pretty young. I think he might have been ten. Yeah, I think yeah, ten or eleven. Yeah, something like that. Um, and they said he wouldn't make it to eighteen, and now he's mid thirties. I think. Um, at one stage, I think he was having two surgeries a day. For two weeks, so he was, yeah, having surgery in the morning, um, and then you have one in the afternoon. Um, but now he is, well, he's done marathons, he's done triathlons. He was told he probably shouldn't be walking, and yeah, his body is pretty ruined. Um, but yeah, he's gone past that, and now he is an advocate for the medical cannabis. Um, for a company in Tex- Texas mm,
1: I think it was Texas Original was the company um, yeah and just so I don't miss it the reason they because um, it's pretty fresh for me I only listened to it today so mm. fantastic also so yeah thanks for that um, recommendation but no the um, the reason they suggested for him to not do any running and stuff was they took the tib- tibia or fibula which which one the smaller one of, of the shin bones I'm pretty sure but don't the um, yeah, clearly I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, they took they took most of that out to reconstruct his jaw because he had um, on his fourth bout of uh, cancer, he had a tumor in his jaw, so they had to remove a large section of his jaw and then pretty much just utilize that bone within there. And yeah, and fantastic podcast because it has the video aspect as well. And like considering how many surgeries has. He looks pretty good. Like you'd you'd expect a lot, a lot worse from it, but
0: man, yeah, like crazy story. Hey, yeah, it's wild. Like I think he's got no nasal cavity. Yeah, yeah. He was telling he was telling the
1: story not to spoil too much from it, but yeah, he's saying when he was a kid and like he went to pick his nose and it come back out the other hole and stuff, and yeah, it was was crazy on that regard. But um, to to be that young, like I think. Between eleven and fourteen, he'd had two of the bouts. I'm pretty sure with cancer, and um, yeah, to to experience that at such a young age, and like it's tough enough at the at the best of times being that age, and you're you're thinking about all the things that you're self-conscious of and that sort of thing as well. Um, even one of the things he was discussing was they utilize some of his calf muscle inside his mouth, and he was talking. Grows a hair yeah. inside his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah Wild gr- hair. grows. Yeah, grows hair. I, I had so many questions just on that, like whether it sort of,
0: yeah, ha- has to cut it or anything, or it's just a yeah. bit fair in there, but that's crazy. Like, it's interesting because obviously I don't know much around it, but like taking a skin graft and then putting it somewhere else, like, because would not grow hair when it's on your leg because it's kind of connected to everything or from, you know, from where it is. Yeah, and then when you move it, you yeah. have to connect more into your mouth. To well, I think I think this
1: don't don't quote me on this, but I'm assuming that it'd be that remove it from a deeper layer than where the hair follicle starts. This mm. is this is my bro science right yeah. here. So. Yeah, you're good at it. <laughs> no, I th- I think they'd be taking it from a certain spot where it, as long as it has blood flow to it, it's still gonna work as a skin graft from your yeah. calf. But yeah. It'd be very strange though. Like, imagine, imagine, because like he was saying he has a wife and all that sort of stuff. And I'm assuming, like, mm. he, they've had a couple of smooches since yeah. sort of thing. Imagine that. A tickle got, the a bit, got a bit of a hairy cheek oh. inside. <laughs> Crazy, man. But yeah, even his um, advocacy for all the um, medicinal cannabis and stuff was pretty interesting because, like, we'd sort of discussed the um, the CBD and all that. And I've. Um, like used it through training um and it's been pretty helpful like i had it in a a bottle form of just the cbd without the thc and um yeah like you pull up and you feel i think you just feel less sore but i I sort of i tried it on and off to see whether it was like a placebo thing as well Mm. Um, because i'm always quite skeptical when it comes to that sort of stuff and i'm pretty sure it's um it's based on, like, a system in your body called the endocannabinoid system. And, yeah, um, yeah it pretty much, like, works as a homeostasis for all the other um, systems in your body, like your nervous system and your adrenal system and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, it's um it's pretty crazy stuff. Like, I, I definitely haven't looked into it. Potentially, this is a yeah. <laughs> it's a topic that we do a deep dive into and, um, yeah. and find some more information. But, yeah, like... I think even when he was discussing some of like his um, accolades through the Ironman and stuff, like he, what did he say sub sub four hour?
0: He did. I think he did three thirty marathon. Yeah, which that's is
1: that's hooking. Very quick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm not sure what he did for the triathlon.
1: Well, the the, the Kona, the Kona Ironman is in Hawaii. Is that correct? I'm not sure. I'm like okay. actually, I think you know. we yeah we probably need to look into it a bit more. But I'm pretty sure that Kona one is like one of the toughest in the world. And then the um, well, it was uh, he did Kilimanjaro yeah, he as did well. Yeah. How's when
0: he said he's like, oh, I actually summited twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wild. It's wild. Like, um, but definitely makes it kind of look at life a bit different. Where you know he's been at lowest where. Mm he was mm. saying he got to a stage where he just wanted it to actually kill him rather mm. than him, actually trying. He was only like 15 or something when he was saying that. Mm. For him to be, he said he's happy as now, happiest he's ever been. So it's pretty crazy that like a life can turn around that much. Um,
1: yeah, I think one of the biggest things I took from it was the fact that like he's he has this perspective on life now because he, he died at one stage as well. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure during one of his
0: surgeries they said like he... Or he... Yeah, try not to spoil it too yeah, much, but Yeah, he,
1: we, um, we probably probably shouldn't take away too many of the details and stuff, but to see... Yeah. yeah, it's truly like inspiring to hear someone's story like that and just see how they now just enjoy the smallest of things, even tasks that Enjoyed you... Enjoy the little things. Yeah, enjoy <laughs> the little things. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, it, even um, the smallest of tasks that you'd usually be frustrated by, like he was saying that nah he doesn't have to do the dishes he gets to do the dishes like he's he's alive and he gets a chance to do more stuff and he yeah the, the appreciation and mm. the um gratitude that he has for just everyday life is pretty cool so
0: but even the way he showed like gratitude to Nick Bear at the end just yeah just really appreciated his time and yeah just being friends with him and stuff but yeah it Gives you a bit of outlook on life, I reckon. Just a bit of a motivation for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It
1: made me excited. I was like, man, I gotta be doing more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and and hearing because that was the first one I've actually listened to Nick, and I really enjoyed it. I think I'll be, um, staying around on that on that podcast. But the way he he stayed quiet and just listened, and like mm-hmm. for us, obviously being new to this, it's a um, it's a good sort of uh, goal to set, and um, yeah, a good person to follow, I guess. Yeah. Get amongst the videos, uh, YouTube videos. Good. On there, yeah,
0: a yeah. yeah. little That's bit cool. of running, a little bit of running motivation yeah.
1: for you. So, what what was the actual title of the episode? It was I've actually got it in front of me.
0: It was uh, episode one hundred and sixteen. Mike Thompson conquering cancer, Kona Ironman, and Kilimanjaro. Hell yeah! Good recommendation. First recommendation after that. <laughs> Rightio,
1: Corey. Here we go. <laughs> this makes me nervous. <laughs> I've, got a little, I've got a little segment for you. It's um, It's an elevator pitch, so it's not specifically going to be to you each week, but I thought, who better to start with than yourself? <laughs> yeah. Great. Now, you're the self-proclaimed king of mermaid. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's time we find you a queen. Oh, no, stop it. No. <laughs> so, um, when I was just preparing for the episode, um, I thought, you know what? Corey's probably got Tinder, I'm assuming, but does he have (laughs) eHarmony? Do not put me on it either. I wish I wish wish (laughs) you told me that (laughs) beforehand because uh, your boy's gone and done it. And um, yeah, so part of their um, part of their entry is they have some stuff like a bit of a questionnaire, and these are all these are all legitimate questions on there on um, eHarmony. So (laughs) um, yeah. Would you consider yourself a passionate lover? <laughs> of course. <laughs> what would you, Corey, describe as your best feature? Uh, smile. Oh, I I agree. Yeah, thank you. Anyone that knows Corey knows he's he's a very nice smile. God, look at this bromance. <laughs> I'm um, I'm gonna be uploading my own and trying to <laughs> track <laughs> you down. <laughs> Um, on, on this note as well, um, my, my fiance, Amy has actually said that if she wasn't with me, she'd be with Corey. <laughs> Cause yeah, who, who could blame her? Um, what's the first thing you'd do if you woke up as the opposite sex? Uh, you gotta be completely honest. Yeah. Explore. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to elaborate? No, I <laughs> don't really. No, that, that's all good Your answer. imagination. Yeah. Um. You're in a public toilet. You've just gone number two, but there's no
0: toilet paper. What do you do? In a public toilet? Yeah. So there's no shower? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. Pants on, just run. Pants on and run? Yeah.
1: Really? What else are you going to do? You go, on the, you go on the dirty crack. Run to your car. And then sit on your chair
0: just get out of there
1: what do you mean <laughs> what would you do not that what would you do i don't know it's, it's a lose-lose question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest whatever you answered then i would have would yeah, have pretended that yeah. you're
0: gross <laughs> i get it
1: have you ever received late fees at blockbuster
0: oh man i'm 24 i'm only <laughs> human <though. laughs>
2: i don't there's think any, what, they're i don't think it's they're gone even, by the time it was 10. <laughs> yeah i don't
1: think they're even around anymore no, i don't think so jeez nothing worse though like i actually did it the other day at the cafe and i went down and <laughs> swiped my card for a coffee and they're like oh it's just cancelled and <sighs> i was like oh like just thinking because i was paying off my phone and i was like oh yeah like must have just been playing up or whatever I'm like there's nothing more nerve-wracking anxiety and then i swiped it again didn't work and i was like oh no and like you're looking at the, the barista And the barista's looking at you And you're like I
0: swear I have money man It's, yeah.
1: like, it's like It's all good It's all good And then uh,
0: Lucky I had Had some cash on me But Yeah, yeah. I had um I went to buy, go buy some KFC And I was out the night before And I left my wallet I think Oh I, no I think I left my wallet At Lockheed's or something But I was like Maybe I didn't So I locked my card Yeah Got to KFC Ordered And then Because um, I locked my card It locked it on my phone Oh, so I was True. like trying to pay, and then there's like cars behind me, and it wasn't going. I'm like, oh. I was like, oh wait, sorry mate, I've locked my card. I'll unlock it. Yeah. Unlocked it, and then <laughs> it just didn't update on my phone. I'm like, oh no. I was like, oh, all good, mate. I'll just, I'll do a loop. I'll come back around. Went straight out the drive. I was like, oh, I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> went went to another KFC, and what <laughs> blokes just hanging out the window, yeah, he's got my food looking ready. back and forth. <laughs> I was so I'm like, nah, get what do you, me
1: What do you think it is? Like, is it just the embarrassment of them thinking you can't afford to pay yeah. for it? <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, here. you're <laughs> just feeling broken. You just want some dirty birds. Yeah, I was, wasn't feeling well already. Oh, man. man. Um, <laughs> do you prefer being the big spoon or little spooner? spoon? <laughs> <laughs> A little
0: bit of both, you know?
1: Yeah. I think that's the truthful answer. Yeah. I love it. We actually, we call it jetpacking, Amy and I, because her being the big spoon just doesn't work. M- mind you, Amy's 4'11", so it doesn't it doesn't really work very well, but yeah, just sort of chuck her on the back and yeah, love a bit mm. of a cuddle. Um, little rapid fire round for you, and it's just a, uh, one or the other sort of thing. So, Mean Girls or She's the Man? Mean Girls. Step up or bring it on? Step up. High school musical <laughs> or hairspray?
0: i have to go high school
1: musical. Oh, but... my man. <laughs> All right. Team Edward or Team Jacob?
0: Mm, team Jacob. Yeah, fair. Mm.
1: And uh final question on a scale of one to ten, how big is your. Uh... No. <laughs> Enjoy the little
0: things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, perfect. I love it. Easy.
1: Now, Corey, you and I are both younger brothers in our families and um, despite the tyranny and the oppression and all the butting of heads that they bring, uh, I think older brothers do benefit in one way and that's that they have mutual friends or or, or friends that you can share um, growing up and certainly in my case, only being two years apart um, from Reese, I found that I've, I've actually gained a lot of good mates through him. And um, one of those uh, is Jakey. He's um, actually emceeing my wedding. But uh, like all older brothers, he, he does have plenty to say. And he's got some, um, some um, interesting ideas. So I thought we'd give him a bell and see what he's thinking about. Jakey, Jakey boy. How are you, mate? How's it going? Oh, going all right. I'm just with core. Just got you on episode two of the potty, Jackaboy. Damn.
2: How
1: big? Yeah. You're um. You're the first guest, actually.
2: First guest?
1: I'm honored. Yeah. You do? Sure. Mate, your, your uh, IG is going to blow up now.
2: Yeah, I'm not ready for the fame that comes with this. <laughs>
1: well, I thought um we're talking all the big and small questions tonight, and uh, the age-old question for our group is... um something that's been a touchy topic for yourself but you're you're quite passionate about and, um, yeah, I thought you could elaborate a bit more on it.
2: Look, um, I know what the question is and <laughs> I've actually been thinking about this. I'm a little worried that I'm going to end up being like your Beetlejuice that uh, comes on Howard Stern uh, and I'm just uh, – an, an actor's not taken fully serious. So this is, a, this is a pretty serious matter and, as you know, between our friend group, um, it, it has divided us a bit. So um, – I'm assuming that you're talking about the cheetah. I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, if we take a deep dive into this question, first I should probably take it to the start in my recollection. I could be wrong. But as, as far as I first heard of this conversation, it would have happened a fair few years ago with me, your brother, Race, and Cameron, Lilliman. Uh We were sitting around and it started with the question on Facebook of who would win in a fight between a bear and a gorilla. And I'm pretty sure me and Reese were actually wrong on this, but I still think the gorilla will have a shot and went with the gorilla where Cameron went to bear. And that, that caused a long, long debate, long fight. Anyway, as you do, you're just talking shit with your friends and it narrows down to what what you think you could beat as an We started big and started big and crazy as you do. And um guys were a bit big back then. I probably thought I could fight a tiger and win. But we we found we found a happy medium where where the divide actually started and we got real. And that was that we believe hand-on-hand combat, if you needed to survive one-on-one, you could beat a cheater. (laughs) Man-Race, adamant that we would beat a cheater in a fight one-on-one of your life, uh, depended on it, where Cameron shut it down immediately, got completely angry, and um, that's where the debate and the divide started. As you boys have probably heard it, it many
1: times. Oh yeah, I'll, I've actually witnessed it firsthand. So I think it was, it was a couple of years ago now at Falls Festival. There yeah. was a, there was a bit of there was a bit of reenactment that took place, and um and Dylan unfortunately was wearing a yellow, uh, yellow rain jacket, <laughs> and yeah. um yeah the the rest was history. There was a there was a military man involved, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but you can't, what's you can't. You can't start
0: talking about that stuff in front of Raleigh Park <laughs> <or the other laughs> It's not gonna
1: come. You're not gonna come off good. True words never spoken. So I, I want to clarify because I don't. I don't want to give my position up on it yet. I want. I want to be. I want to be persuaded. I want you to bring me across to your side. So how would you do it?
2: Okay. Well, I've thought about this approach, and I don't even have an approach because look, it's a wild animal. They could come at you in any any which way, any direction. You can't. You can't train for one scenario. You've got to be prepared for all of them. So first, you assume it's got speed and it stalks. So it's going to creep up on you, most likely from behind. But I think for the sake of the argument, we said that uh, it's a one-on-one fight and you're ready for it. So just say it's creeping up and it builds up speed and it comes to you. My young approach, um, my idiotic approach, was oh, I'm just going to boot this thing in the head and it's going to drop dead. <laughs> uh, under a further for the research i found out that's probably not going to happen and i think that's when me and reese first divided he said no chance um now i think i think my goal would be to get to its back because you know you know when you tickle a cat on its stomach <laughs> and it just gets those back legs into you and starts kicking yeah. i think that's where the damage will happen if that gets in your stomach you get ripped apart just like a kangaroo would do to you so you, your goal is you want to grab it and hold it fully grown i think they go to about 64 kilos and like obviously, that, most is a bit bigger than
1: that. That's pretty specific, so I, I trust that you've done the research.
2: <laughs> look, I, I, did, I have checked Google a few times over the years, and I'm pretty sure it was 64. And look, back as a back as you guys know, when I was younger, uh, as a teenager, I used to box. As, <laughs> so, at like 15 or 16, I was cutting weight to get to 64 kilos. <laughs> so, so, how can you tell me that I can't pick this thing up? get a good position on it, get to its back and eventually suffocate this thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I, I don't want to stoke the fire, but I did see an article pop up about a mountain lion being killed barehanded by a man in America.
2: Okay, so this was a big one because we've always said cougar and mountain lions, humans, too big, you can't do it. So, so when we first got into this, it was a big win for us because if a man can beat a cougar or a mountain lion, then a cheetah's not going to be much chop. So, the only downfall of that was, if you look into the article a little more, because I know the one you are talking about in Colorado, um, it, it was only a juvenile. And, right.
1: Um, see, I see think this that
2: one though. That this one though was sixty kilos,
1: mate. This just creates more trust for me from you because you are actually accepting the fact that there was a juvenile. So, I am, I am team, I am team killer cheetah. I am, I am there all the way.
2: Look, I, I remember there was a lot of naysayers, and it was me and Race against the World. I'm pretty sure the day that uh, Riley Parmento got involved and put Dylan uh, straight on his ass after Dylan ran full speed at him, we turned a lot of heads and it, uh, the, the movement grew. And, um, I think we have a lot more people believing that one-on-one, if you want to survive, you're, you're going to kill that cheater.
1: <laughs> I love it, Jakey. I love it. I've, I wish more people went into depth like you do. <laughs> uh, I
2: had to. I had to do it. I no. think it's been on my mind for a lot, long time now and, um your brothers as well, and it's, it's good to get someone to finally listen to me in a, in a <laughs> conversation like this. Now
1: nah, start the movement, buddy. I reckon I'll, I'll follow it wherever you go.
2: <laughs> and look, um, if you guys ever blow up and this podcast becomes huge, I don't want to get animal rights people coming out. <laughs> I don't want to kill a cheater, but if that cheater's going to kill me, I'll kill
1: it. I think um, also, just to clarify... Jakey has wrestled a few cougars in his time. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know I can't beat a cougar. <laughs> That's my <limitations. laughs> All right. Cheers, mate. I'll talk to you. Bye, uh, boys. Have fun. Bye. Bye. Lastly, we just wanted to actually thank some of our friends and family just for getting around the uh, first episode. It was pretty cool to see how much support even like direct messages and people ringing and stuff like that as well and obviously yeah we're just trying to still aim to do this with a um, an audience of none in, in mind and just to have fun while we're doing it and um, yeah but to, to get that was really awesome so if you guys keep it up we'll appreciate it <laughs> and keep producing some more episodes and um, yeah hopefully get you guys on soon and have a chat and yeah it's really good so appreciate it and also if you're um if you're happy to just jump on spotify give a little five stars or whatever you think it's <laughs> and um yeah that'd be good just because it will it will bump us up a little bit and go from there and on to bigger and better things hey call.
0: oh yeah oh yeah
2: <laughs> cool. Perfect.
0: all right thank you that was fun